0: Welcome and thank you for choosing the Mental Mindset Podcast presented by DBC Sports Psychology. Mental Mindset is hosted by Andrew Tosi and Zach Perkins, who will discuss mental skills, tips, and tricks to help you, your child, or your athletes be the best version of themselves in and out of sports. We hope you enjoy this week's Mental Spark. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Mental Mindset Podcast. I'm Andrew. I'm Zach. And what a beautiful day it is, Zach. How are you doing, bud?
1: Uh, doing pretty well. It's not really that beautiful of a day. I actually went outside a little while ago and it is ruthless out there. Like I am glad to be inside in the AC, let me tell you.
0: Yeah, dude, it, it was uh it was kind of gross. It was definitely kind of gross outside. I was with the travelers all weekends, and man, was it uh Sticky icky, you know, and I know that that probably means something else, but that's at least what I call it. Like it was it was gross. I was touching my own arm. I almost said touching myself, which would have not been a good thing on the podcast, but (laughs) I was like I would rub my arm and like I I would just it'd be like there was like glue on me. It was really not entertaining, nor was it fun. But um, I mean, hey, summer's in New England, baby.
1: Yeah, I was thick for sure. And I mean, you being, you know, the the sweater (laughs) that you are, it definitely doesn't help.
0: It was thick. (laughs) I love that. How's how's dad life treating you? Everything going good over there?
1: Yeah, man. We're just rocking and rolling, right? Just, I don't know. It's crazy how fast things go. And, you know, we're just past a month now. So, um, it's, I don't know. It doesn't feel like it's been a month, but here we are.
0: Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, man. I mean, well, you know, I think uh, our last episode kind of got a really good, um, I guess, awareness out there. And I, I do appreciate you for allowing me to be on my soapbox, about a topic that is so near and dear to my heart. Um, so, so thanks for that. How, how'd that last episode do pretty good.
1: Yeah, we did pretty good. We were upwards of 50 downloads, which like we said, you know, we, we average somewhere between, you know, 50 and 150, depending on where we're at and what's going on. Um, sure. it was, it was, you know, it was a pretty good episode for us. So, um, it's still early too right like we've been pretty good about a weekly kind of output here um even though we're jumbled in our days of the week at time but it's been a a big piece that i think you know we're starting to see a more consistent uh following and people are coming back a little bit more just because we have been a bit more consistent
0: yeah dude, totally agree man and i think it kind of leads a little bit more into uh today's episode Uh, you know we were kind of discussing what to do and we have so many cool ideas, and I think we're going to bring them. But, you know, we don't always get pro sports and pro events kind of happening here in Connecticut that we can at least witness live. So I think it was kind of cool to have one that also was just a massive uh, purse. Like, it was named last year as one of the big purse amounts, like $20 million total. I mean, I, I mean Keegan Bradley, a, a good old Vermont boy, uh, New Englander man, wins and walks away with like $3.1 million. Can, can you imagine playing golf and then winning and then someone hands you a check for like three million dollars can you imagine that
1: i mean i probably would never go back to the golf course if that
0: (laughs) ever happened to me (laughs) just end on top just be like yeah that was great that was awesome i mean uh so i don't know how much of it you watch and i know that you uh, obviously have a newborn baby so it's a little difficult but you know there's this thing that we talk about in sports of like you know we kept saying it on sunday as we were watching of like it's his to lose um and and yeah that phrase gets kind of thrown around there a lot but also like you know my my fiance kind of threw out there like what about the idea that like it's his to win and i was like that's a really good point you know it it is his to win um because at the end of the day he dominated i don't know uh, again in the first three rounds he only had one bogey like he played three rounds of golf with one bogey and he had a a pretty darn big lead sure it was only like four or five strokes coming into the last or into the back nine but at the end of the day like why we love golf is anything can happen but he he showed just such grit and determination like when it comes to like sports psychology sense the guy was just on top of his game and it was so fun to see
1: it's wild too i didn't i didn't watch a ton of it right but um i know at one point i think they said he was like m- minus 21 on the tournament or something like that mm-hmm. uh which was crazy to me like you know you look at uh, I guess I just question like how hard is this course actually when it comes to these guys, right? Like you and me go out there and play, it's going to be a hard course. I get that, right? But right. you look at these guys and and they sit here and like they struggle at some courses, right? You're you're talking like 11-12 at the most of you know being being eleven, twelve under is is like running away with it, right? Um, so to see a a minus twenty one, like I don't know, that to me was a little bit of just like eye opening of. The, are we really challenging them at this thing? Or, or is this like yeah. a walk in the park for them?
0: It's I think as the game keeps advancing, the course will have to, too. I think it's one of those you're walking around the course, and There's definitely those holes that like bring some serious challenge, right? Like hole 15 is that short par four. If they miss it left at all, they're in the water. I'm like, yeah, of course, like the, there's going to be those holes at the PGA level course and these guys for the guys that did shoot like keegan like 21 under after three rounds there's the same guys who blew up on the course and like didn't even make the cut because they finished Uh, i mean when the cut is like three under that's that says something right um but like it, it says how good everyone's kind of playing it but i also think when they come straight from the u.s open which obviously they make the course's conditions um ungodly uh, with like rough that when you drop a ball into it, just from your knees, you, you can possibly lose it. Like that's, that's a bit insane to me. Um, so I think when the coming to the travelers and playing TPC river highlands, like it gives them an opportunity to like, just really let go and have some fun. Like guys were just playing. Well, like Rory had his best finish at the travelers ever with a tied I believe he finished tied third um, his original before that was tied 11th. Like the guy was just on fire. And, and the thing I think that was so impressive for me as like from the sports psychology world, Keegan never really got shook like he he never literally seemed to like let the pressure kind of get to him um he was doing this thing that like everyone kind of started noticing of like he was like balancing his putter on his two fingers after making a big putt and like bowing to it and like and when they asked about it he was just talking about how like he's just throwing his respect sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't so while it's working he's going to want to show it respect while it's working so the hope it continues I mean it was just one of those like sports psych things where it's like yeah we're all superstitious but um, sometimes you just ride that wave until it's over, you know,
1: it's like praying to the golf gods and hoping for the best right?
0: Exactly, man. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, we've been playing golf for a long time. We, we are well aware of the challenges that exist within the golf game. Um, and I think that's why like watching these pro level guys just play so well and so consistently, I think that's the part that gets missed when you're kind of just watching it on TV or by those who don't really watch or understand what golf really is. Uh, my favorite thing is always when someone's like, oh, you play golf, like that's kind of an easy sport or like, why would you do that? You want to chase a little white ball around. And it's like, man, it's so much more than that. Like, sure. At its bare bones. Sure. We're chasing a little white ball around and then smacking it with a little mallet, trying to put it into a hole. I get the, I get the premise of how you can talk crap about it, but there's also just all these things that kind of exist within it. And when you play golf, it just like any really sport. And then you go watch professionals do it you realize exactly why you're not a professional. Um, but it does, I'll be honest, it lights a fire under my ass, at least. I really sometimes want to try and just see if I can make it there. Like, I'm just like, I'm like, yeah, do I have it? And then I, I know that I probably don't. But it's it's one of those things where it's like, man, watching these guys play so consistently might be one of the most fun things for me.
1: I mean, we've had this conversation, like at least a dozen times in our friendship. I think you should just go do it. I'll be your caddy. I'll be on the bag. We would have, (laughs) if nothing else, we'd have an absolute blast. Like they probably would be, the camera would be on us just because we'd be the only two people laughing like psychopaths as you were like blowing up or whatever was happening. Or Hey, maybe, maybe for all we know, you just, you come out hot and you, you got it. And you know, we set the new tone of what caddies should be like. I don't know.
0: Yeah man I mean hey maybe 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 we'll be trailblazers in every sense of the life and i will just run a podcast that just basically shows uh hey a pro golfer and his caddy how how fun I mean man it's it's one of those things where it's like yeah it's a cool idea and when i really think about it all the time like it's it's like damn these guys dedicate their whole lives to this right um and i mean and i know the the struggle and i know what the path would look like um all the other things that i've worked to kind of build would have to kind of take a back seat but i can't say that after watching a tournament like that i I don't get the itch. Like the itch was definitely there last night I was looking up like how to become like a PGA member and like, and like work at a golf course. Like it, I mean, it, it, it comes, it definitely gets there. And I'm like, Ooh, and, and I think, I think that's what gets me. Cause like, there'll be times, I mean, you've golfed with me plenty of times where like, I will, I will play and I have the distance of a pro guy. Right. But then it's just that consistency moment, right? Like these guys just don't make mistakes typically. And if they do, they make mistakes that like, an average player is like, man, I would have taken that as my best hit I've ever had. Right. And I think that's the part that gets lost. Like these guys are literally putting the ball within inches of a a spot that they're trying to hit from 200, 150, 140 yards away. Like they're just, it, this, the amount of control they have, it it just blows my mind. And as a, and as like a, a certified mental performance consultant, it's one of those things where it's like the ability just to maintain that same level of energy or that same level of focus or the same level of just um, continued like mental, uh, I guess, performance really at the end of the day it is, is so incredibly awesome to witness live. I don't like, it was one of those things where I was like, man, this guy doesn't even look shook. Like on 18 coming in, Keegan's got like a, I think he got a three stroke lead. The guy can like double bogey a hole, which he had, you had like two, three bogeys all tournament. Cause he had bogeyed some in the fourth round, but like it looks like this dude could easily have a blow up hole in quotation marks and still win the tournament. Cause he's put himself in a situation where, where he can do this and then he shanks his drive left into the rough and like, but then he just plays a nice, easy one. Right. Doesn't try to do anything fancy. And then it falls to the left of the green. He puts it up and then he makes par and he made it look so stupidly easy. Um, But then he went absolutely crazy for a win. Like I've never, I mean, you know, that I've gone to the travelers for the past like nine or 10 years. I've been fortunate enough to be able to do that. But like, it's one of those things where like, I've never seen the dude freak out. And I mean, even when Harris English won in the playoff for like eight or nine holes, like he was more just happy. It was over. I think than he won. Like it was just one of those like, Oh, thank God we're, we're done here. But, like, I mean, Keegan was, like, throwing his arms in the air. He was pumping the crowd up. It was it was a scene that I haven't witnessed in a long time, probably since the Jordan Spieth uh, holdout bunker scene. But it was, it was nuts. It was a really cool environment to see.
1: I think the big thing, too, right? Like, you talk about man, just the dedication or the – to me, it's like it, it still is mental dedication, right? But the ability to stay locked in that long, right? And, like, you're not talking – one round of golf, you're not talking a four hour or six hour span, right? You are talking four days of putting yourself in a position mentally to be able to perform your best. And like, I think again, to me, right. I think that's the piece that separates professional golfers from anybody else is the the mental ability to do what they do consistently. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't think it's, I don't think it's anything more than that, right? Like sure. Yeah. They can hit it. You know, further distance than your average golfer, things like that. Right. But if you wanted to be more than an average golfer, you could work on your body, right? You can do things to put yourself in a position where you could, you could physically get to that point. Um, it's the mental fortitude and it's the the mentality to be able to just continue to perform. And I think you see it across like across a lot of things, right? It's not just golf. Um, it's not just pro sports, but like top business leaders, right? It's the mentality that they have, the way they approach things. They're able to make the decisions or do things or take the risks that others are not willing to do. And that's what puts them in those positions. And I think Again, that's that's what separates the the top end of of whatever field you want versus your everyday person.
0: I I couldn't agree more, man. And I think I think you na- made a, like a really good point. Like these these guys know that what happens on Thursday and Friday is just like just a, half the battle. Like you know, he, he meant Keegan Keegan was in the lead basically. He basically had to lead the entire tournament. But he even made a comment on Thursday like it's just one day, right? Like we all have good days, and he's like we also all have bad days. So, like, just his mentality was, like, he understood you don't win the tournament on Thursday, but you definitely can lose it on Thursday. We'll, we'll put it that way. Like, But you definitely cannot win it on Thursday. Uh, and I think his mentality of, like, knowing that also comes with the idea of, like, just experience and, like, learning those things. But, like you were saying, it's it's so much more than just that. I mean, that's that's even, like, people who don't play sports or who have never picked up a golf club or, or done anything like that. Like, just being consistent can be really hard whether that's like being consistent in like your relationship, being consistent in your friendships, being consistent in your workplace. I mean, sometimes just being consistent can be so damn difficult. And that's, I, I think one reason that I love golf so much is like, it, it really is a, a game of life lessons. Like if you can be consistent, you're usually going to be pretty good. At least you can be, you, people know what to expect of you, which is kind of nice. Right. But if you're unpredictable and things like that, like you, you'll have, we all know the guy who's like, yeah, man, that dude could shoot like three under or he might shoot a hundred today. We actually don't know which one we're going to get, right? And like, chances are that we also know those people in our everyday lives. Like, oh yeah, he could be he could be here when he said he's going to be here, or he could probably never show up and never text us, right? Um, so like, it's just one of those things where like like golf and life like kind of go hand in hand. And I think just being consistent. Um, this definitely took a turn I was not expecting. Um, but I think being consistent, it, like whether it's sport or life, is like more more than. Uh, or, or should matter more than I think we give it credit.
1: I just feel like, yeah, like the consistency, like you said, it's the big piece of it, right? Um, and I think, you know, when we talk about people who struggle with consistency or you start to look at that, a lot of times it's because we have so much going on in our own lives, right? And so we lose that sight. And again, it's another piece of what I feel like separates, you know, the the top end from from an everyday person is, is just that ability to, you know what, I'm going to put everything else aside right now. I have a task and I'm going to focus on it and I'm going to execute it at a high level. Right. And, and I'm going to leave everything else behind. I mean, how many times have we all in our own lives been like, oh man, I got this going on and I I got this. And, you know, all of a sudden you're, you got 20 things on your brain and you're not performing your best in your everyday role because you're so worried about 12 other things that are happening. Right. Um, rather than being able to just you know what? Those are problems for another time. This is what I'm doing. This is what I need to focus on at the moment. Um, you know, so I think I think for for people who want to, you know, really reach to to perform better, I think it's that's part of it, right? Like find strategies or find ways to be able to really ground yourself in the moment uh, and find a way to to put yourself in a position where all of a sudden you can, you know, go out there and you can achieve and do what you need to do uh, at the level you you're happy with.
0: Yeah, man. I, I think you're spot on. And I think, I think that's the, the consistency thing is, is so, uh so incredible. Cause like people do wear so many hats in life. Right. And like, so to be consistent across all those realms, I think is, is something so valuable. Like I remember listening to a Blake Lively uh, speech one time and she was actually talking about Ryan Reynolds. Um, and we all know Ryan Reynolds as like, as like Deadpool and the guy who owns um like an, a, a team in England, who's trying to make it to the EPL, like Rex Ham and stuff, you know, like, I mean, it's, we all know him as that, but like he, he, she made a comment that I even, I even ended up telling, um, telling my fancy Kate, like, I was like, I was like, man, that's, that's a compliment that I wish like everyone could get. And like, also one that I like, I, w- I want to like work up myself on. Right. And it was she said, she goes, he will come home from like a movie or whatever, like, or, like filming or whatever his job. And like, it, it's like, he'd never even left. And like, it, he doesn't even mention it like he just goes right in the dad mode and like it, it's in the husband mode and like it's just there. And she said, he is the most present person I've ever known. And I was like, wow, what a comment, right? Like, like just being present, being consistent and like never having to make people around you wonder how you're going to be. Um, I think that that's so, that's such a valuable and rare feat. Um, I mean, obviously there's a pretty thin line there, right? Like once you build a reputation, it's also okay to like, have your off days and say like, I just don't have it today. Right. Um, But I think we're talking in the general sense of like just being a consistent person. Um, I think that like, what, what like, does, what a, what a benefit that would bring, you know?
1: I mean, for me to like, I'll wrap up my, you know, kind of what I have, but it goes back to the story. Like I remember hearing as a kid, Um and it seems so goofy at the time. Right. But like, I still think about it to this day now. And it, and it, it surprises me how much it stuck with me, but um I don't even remember where it came from. I think my mom had shown it to me at one point about something like (laughs) whatever. (laughs) Old Donner. Um, But basically it was that every morning when the dad would leave the, the home for work, he would walk out to the tree in front and he would make it look like he was picking up his briefcase and like a coffee mug out of the tree. Right. And he would go and he would work and he would do his thing for the day. And then when he came home, and his kids were standing, you know, in the window waiting for dad to come in. Before he would walk in the house, he would hang his briefcase, you know, imaginary of course, but hang his briefcase in the tree, and he would put his coffee mug back in the tree, um, and then he would come back in, and he would be he would be dad, right? Um, mm. And basically, the moral of the story was like that was his separation. That's how he would leave work at work, and how he would be dad at home um, was just a little exercise for him, right? And does he look a little goofy at times? Yeah, maybe, right? But if that's his strategy to be able to separate and be present, like it's always stuck with me of like, find ways to do things like that. Right. And it doesn't always have to be this like, you know, super visual thing, but if you can find that way to separate and, and draw lines and things, I, I, I think, you know, obviously the balance then becomes pretty, pretty consistent.
0: Oh yeah, man. I, I think you never on the head. I think being able to like kind of have those transitional moments Um, I mean, people ask me all the time for what I do for a living, like, how do you manage all that? Like, how do you deal with all the things that you hear and then like still like live your life? And it's like my way is like knowing that that's not my story, right? Like I don't own what my clients talk about and things like that. But also like I use doors as kind of like a passageway, not in the literal sense of like I walk through doors like everybody else. What I mean is like I use it as like I'll close my office door when I'm done for the day. And like, it'll be like, you guys stay here. Or like, you know, since working from home once in a while, like I'll also just like close out all the things that I would be using during the workday so that they're not open when I walk by and things like that. Like, it's all about that transition. I've never heard that tree store, but I, I definitely really like it. I mean, I think I think the takeaway for for today, you know, we were like, oh, we'll do a traveler's episode. And then like, I think it just turned into like just being consistent and like finding a way to like be consistent in your life um, and and knowing that it's okay that maybe once in a while you don't have it. Um, but on days that you do have it, like just showing that true authentic version of yourself and, and being consistent in who you are and what you are. I think, I think those kinds of things can go a really long way, you know?
1: Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. Um, do you have a quote that you want I to do. try to share with us before we, uh, before we take off?
0: Hell yeah. I got one from Dwayne, the rock Johnson, my boy, right? He says, success isn't always about greatness. It's about consistency. Consistent, hard work leads to success. Greatness will come. And I like that. That speaks a lot of volumes to like exactly what we just talked about. The idea of like, you aim to be consistent. Usually you'll be pretty pleased with the way that things turn out for you.
1: I think we've talked about it with our group a little bit, right? It's it's process over outcome. Um, it's making sure you're putting the work in, doing the right things and the outcome will, will follow, right? And it'll put you in the position you want to be in the
0: long run. Correct. Trust the process from the beginning. As long as you have an outcome goal at the end, usually the process will get you there. Maybe not always the same way that you wanted it to it'll definitely get there i think that'll lead well into next week's uh, conversation about like goal setting and and uh and understanding all that kind of stuff too so
1: for sure well uh mental mindset podcast at gmail.com you know you can reach out to us there uh again we have the instagram page continue to help grow that for us as well um we appreciate you guys taking the time to listen and we'll talk to you guys next week
0: cheers